So now we've made it to 16 weeks. And how are you feeling? I feel a lot better. Although it was a normal weekend, you know, me cleaning frantically because I feel like I need to like clean the, the apartment like top to bottom every weekend. And I went to instead of making our son pick up his toys, I was like, let me just I'll just help him, you know, and help put away his toys. And I went to go bend down to pick up his toys. And I'm like, whoa. I can't really like bend like that anymore. Like I have to do almost like a full body squat instead of, you know, bending from my hips because, you know, I'm showing a little bit more and the bump is out a little bit more. It just it's like, OK, there's something there. So I've been doing the the squats now, but I don't know if you guys know after 30, your knees are just not as great as they <laughs> as they used to be. So that's been a little bit of a challenge. So I just kind of find myself sitting on the floor and picking up the toys now or and just staying in one spot and like, you know, trying to grab everything just because I just bending is now an issue for me, which is a lot sooner from our first pregnancy, obviously, because I wasn't showing as much. But yeah, this bump is, you know, getting in the way. And how how much sooner do you think this um, this is happening to you? I would say like a good three to four weeks sooner mm. that I was showing before. It's it's insane. Wow. Good luck with that. <laughs> I hear it only gets worse from you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fatima, and I'm Brian. You're listening to Millennial and Pregnant. We're talking through another pregnancy, but this time we're doing it with our three-year-old. We think we know what to expect this time around, but somehow it still feels new. Today, we're talking about our anxieties around welcoming another kid to our family. One of my favorite pregnancy products has arrived. <laughs> Your pregnancy. There's definitely some sarcasm in <laughs> No, in it's, that not. it's our, not. It's not. I mean, our bed got a little bit more crowded, yet our 3-year-old is sleeping in his bed all night. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's a, the return of Is there I don't have a drum beat. The pregnancy pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I find it to be so comfortable. For those who don't really know how the pregnancy pillow is, it's like this it's like curved at the bottom and at the top and it's the length of your body, maybe longer if you're shorter and you're supposed to kind of just hug it, <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess It so. helps you put your legs on one leg on the other side. It's supposed to help for you to, especially if you don't feel comfortable sleeping on your side, help and assist with that mm-hmm. and be a little bit more comfortable when you're pregnant and lying down because it's not always the most comfortable thing mm-hmm. but in that, the world. But what I was, why I was bringing it up, it wasn't sarcasm because when I curled up in it the other night, <laughs> I was so comfortable. It was so comfortable and I forget how comfortable it was. And it's one of those, I feel like it's one of those pillows that when you're done using it, that I kind of want to keep here we in the house. Keep, we kept it for a while in the in storage, mm-hmm. but I want to keep it out. So that I could watch TV, <laughs> be comfortable. <laughs> like you wouldn't land down on the floor. It would be great if like, you know, laying down on the floor and you need that kind of like a pillow to prop you up. It, that's like the pillow. Yeah. I mean, you could, you're supposed that's to be also that you, you know, I don't really use the suggestions, but you're supposed to be able to fold it and oh. however else that you can. It's used in multiple ways. Oh. Um, 
The yeah. only thing, though, is if you tend to switch sides all the time. So if I go to use a bathroom, I'm like, okay, I want to switch sides because my hip hurts or something. I have to like flip the thing over mm. and flip the pillow pillow with me. It's it could be a little inconvenient when you're trying to just like move nicely. You have mm-hmm. to move the pillow with you. But other than that, it was a gift from my sister, my older sister, who like just shipped it to me in in the mail um, for the first pregnancy. And I was like, this is great. Didn't even know I would really need it. And sure enough, like I think I felt like I said before, everything seems I. The timeline with everything seems to be shifted up <laughs> a <laughs> lot. True. Like my, I was on the phone, I was FaceTiming my sister, and she's like, "Why do I feel like you just like drastically just became really pregnant?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know, but I do feel really pregnant, and I'm still so early on, so I don't know what's really happening there." Anyways, she shipped it to me, and uh, I didn't think I needed it, and then. I think I hit, it was like 18, 19 weeks and I hit that and I was like, oh my God, this is so uncomfortable. And that's when I was like, thank you so much for sending me this pillow. But yeah, we should name. I think the pillow needs a name. A name? Mm-hmm. I'll have to think about it. Hmm. Yeah. You Could you imagine having that pillow our, and our son in the bed? <laughs> Poor Brian would have be. no space. I would go back to our son's room and, and just fall asleep in his bed. <laughs> I was like, we should really get him a twin-size bed because... I, I think it's almost time. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to anyways. And might as well do it now because yeah. it's more comfortable. Because I I will go in there. when If he wakes up in the middle of the night, I'll go in there to put him back to sleep. And I end up laying on the ground. <laughs> and I fall asleep. And sometimes I fall asleep for an hour. Sometimes. Sometimes I fall asleep for three hours. And other times I fall asleep for the remainder of the night. <laughs> so I go in there at midnight and I come out of there at 630 in the morning. <laughs> the cutest thing, though, is when he started to see you sleep on the floor in the morning and climb down and start cuddling with he you. He used to wake up because he has one of those um, barrier things. Gates. To, gates yeah. to, so he doesn't fall out of the bed, but he can still get out of the bed. And he'll wake up and see me and go, hi, Dada. <laughs> hi, Dada. <laughs> And I'll look at him and I'll be like, That's a great morning. impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Dada. And I'll look at him and I'll say, oh, I was like, I don't want to get up right now. Do you want to come snuggle with Daddy? He's like, okay. And he'll get up. <laughs> he'll shift his little butt over to the edge of the bed where he can get out. Comes out and then just like gets on the floor. <laughs> and he like lifts up the covers. And, cut, <laughs> and then like starts snuggling with me. I'm like, okay. And I grab him and we just like... We've fallen asleep like maybe twice there on the floor. Yeah. Once for maybe 20 minutes and another time for an hour. <laughs> and then lucky me, I just have the entire bed to myself. <laughs> and then you get the whole bed to yourself with the pregnancy pillow. Um, but maybe I should use the pregnancy pillow when I put Leah, when I put him down uh, for bed. So then he thinks it's you? No. So it's comfortable for me. (laughs) So we're going to be purchasing a second one. Because right now I just bring my pillow in there to lay down and I'll tilt my phone on the side. So it's like watching TV laying down and my my side hurts because I'm sleeping on my side. So our son can see my face because that's the only way he will go to sleep if he sees my (laughs) face. (laughs) So, So I have to face him. And so I just watch a show watch so many shows um, this way and 
it now it's just like really starting to hurt my side. <laughs> and so I've been putting blankets down to act like a little cushion. But uh, maybe the pregnancy pillow might be I I think we, maybe not the pregnancy pillow like you said before. We might just get the twin pillow. bed so you can lay oh, next yeah. to him in the twin, twin bed. Probably fall asleep there too. Probably. Whatever. I don't. I don't really care. I go to sleep. I'm fine. Um, a couple of times I try to save you and walk in there, I know. and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna let him be. And it was great because you would come in, then uh, I'd be able to come right back to bed, and it was much more comfortable. However, I would be still very tired because you woke me up in the middle of the night. <laughs> so I said, just stop. Don't come get me. Let me sleep there. So at least I sleep all night. And if he does wake up, he sees me sleeping there and then goes back to sleep. Whereas, you know, if he's going to toss and turn, I'll let him toss and turn in his own bed. Whereas he comes into our bed and tosses and turns and then none of us sleep. So I've just, I've just given up. I just did that. <laughs> but um, we're going to have a second one on the way. <laughs> and uh, let's do that again. And I hope... Uh, by the time that um, this new baby comes, that uh, our first son will uh, go to sleep and stay asleep a lot longer. But on the subject of sleep and, you know, with the new baby coming and like, what do we like and what do we feel like we're more prepared for? I feel like the now having the snoo right when we bring the baby home will make our lives a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, I think we were, what, a month and a half in yeah. when we got it the first time. And they even said, like, it's, it works much better if you have it right when the baby's home. They're mm-hmm. much more used to it. And our son is the most stubborn, reluctant person for change ever. <laughs> so, obviously, we when we didn't know that in the very beginning, now we truly know that. That it would have been more ideal. He would have probably liked it a lot better if that mm-hmm. was, like what he knew as a bed yeah. when he first came home. So I feel like having that now in the beginning is going to make it so much easier yeah. for us. Because he only knew our arms. <laughs> yeah. If you listen to the first season, mm-hmm. <laughs> he only knew our arms. And he, he would only sleep in our arms for a consistent amount of time, a long periods of time. Yeah. I mean, that's arms. all he was really he doing. He wouldn't sleep in his, in his bed. In his bassinet until we got the snoo. And that, even that, having that to give my arms a break, that was great. So now we have that from the beginning, from day one. <laughs> and I'm so excited about it. Plus, it's nice and small. We don't have to put up a giant crib, like, mm-hmm. in our bedroom. Because, you know, they recommend you have the baby sleep in your room for, like, the first six months or so to prevent, what is it, sudden infant? SIDS. SIDS. So... I was and like, just for daily, and just for other kind of monitoring. Yeah, just, monitoring, and, and and if they have to share a room, they're going to be sharing a room together. Um, a newborn and a three-year-old. Yeah. yeah, no. And it makes it so much easier if if for feedings for any type. If you're you know breastfeeding, um, and just maybe feeding in general, <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, literally just like grab them out of their bassinet or yeah. crib. It's just easier having them in the room. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really excited about that. And we have some other, you know, some other favorite things we had um, with our first son. Uh, you know, we had this swing. He did not like it, but we have it. So hopefully this one with oh my God, he hated that thing. Hated I just it. don't even get it because I was like, you're all about the motion, kid. 
But I think just the idea of like me looking at him while he's sitting in the swing, it was just like, no. He wanted to be in your arms. Yeah. So, <laughs> and we got it because my brother had it for his mm-hmm. daughter and she loved it. Both mm-hmm. kids liked it. Yep. Um, I don't think they had it for the third kid, but both kids love this thing. They would fall asleep. Like mm-hmm. he was like, I'll just let them nap and just sit there while they nap in it because they love the thing so much. I was like, um, gotta get it. And no, nope, 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 nope. Um, but we have the, mo- the, is the Moby wrap. Yes. That was really great for, at least for newborn. And then this other carrier, um, when they get a little older, that was having, that was, um, just a lifesaver. Yeah. Carrying them around. The Moby was great because it just the way it held the baby with them mm-hmm. being so small. But as he started to get heavier, the straps would just like kind of dig into mm-hmm. my arm. And I was like, okay, now we like, I need more of a support. And so we had the other carriers. I, I wasn't going to be like the whole, like, let's get two of whatever for stages, but definitely carriers. I feel like there's ones that work best for when they're new, new. If you're really into the baby wearing when they're first out the wound. And then there's the ones where they're heavy and you need some support if you don't want to break your back. Kind of heavy. So um, the second one was really, really useful. Although I think, Brian, you mostly carried the baby. I did. He was uh, he was all about the baby carrying. I was all about that. I was all about that wrap. That Moby. <laughs> all about it. All about it. There were I took a couple weeks off. You know, once, once Fatima went back to work. After maternity leave, I then took two more weeks off and, um, or I could, or I, yeah, because I had gone back a few weeks before you and, uh, I took two weeks off and I'd be wrapping them up around me, cleaning. <laughs> it was the best. I and, know. It, and the wrap but... would just felt like part of you it didn't feel like a carrier. So it was just so easy to kind of carry him around. Although I would say, like, once again, I would think it was just a reluctance of something was new. When I would wear the carrier, it would be like, oh, no, 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 I don't like it. And I couldn't do anything. I just would be sitting on the couch. Then I come home when Brian's with the baby by himself and the house is clean. There's a candle burning. There's, like, (laughs) dinner made. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I can never. And even as he got older, I'm like. I can't, we had the little jumper thing, mm-hmm. the entertainment, what do we call it? Like the, I call um, it the command center, the command center, <laughs> like had all these things. And we could just, when he was obviously being able to hold his head up, I think it was what's, I mean, it was able to hold his head up sooner, but they, it's should, all a blur at this it's point. It's all a blur. I think it was like six <laughs> months or so though, that we were putting yeah. him in this thing and Brian could put him in, do all this stuff. I go to put him in, and it's like, okay, mommy, you have five minutes. <laughs> five minutes, and I'm going to start screaming. So you better do whatever you need to do in five minutes. So typically, it would just be like using the bathroom. Like I would just keep the door open, throw him in the command center while he watched me use the bathroom. <laughs> and that would be my five minutes of hands-free without our son. So... I mean, even now he like, that's his love language. That's like how, you know, he, you know, he expresses himself through, you know, giving hugs and Mm -hmm. kisses and hugging and he loves when you snuggle up with him. So I just think that just was ingrained in him as a person. Yes, we held him a lot. I, but I would do it all over again. I feel like it's sometimes I look on Instagram or somewhere else and they're like, they're, 
parents are so happy when their kid like gives them a hug or something because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. usually kid. You know, some kids are not as aff- affectionate. That's just sub, mm-hmm. like how you're wired. Probably people would say that about me. And but no, not our son. He loves to be like he just loves that i mean obviously from the people he knows he could be really standoffish Mm -hmm. if he's like i'm not really feeling you Mm -hmm. like he'll let you know if he's feeling you like (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so i think that having these things in the beginning is going to make things a lot easier we have things that didn't work and Mm -hmm. worked and so we can switch it out um I'm just hoping the, this one is not, won't be a stub, stubborn Taurus, that's for sure. So <laughs> I think that they'll adapt a little bit better than our first child. We we love him. He's like the best thing in the world. But he's stubborn. He's so stubborn. But, so. you know, look who he comes from. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about I'm both talking of about us. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about just you. Okay. I'm talking about both of us. Um, mostly me. <laughs> um, and I think... This time around, I'm also prepared for sleep expectations, my sleep expectations, mm-hmm. and knowing the no sleep. The no sleep. Um, I just the sleep expectations with a, a kid already, um, and then a newborn. That's what gives me anxiety. Yes, I guess once again, like the good thing is we have a bigger space, so hopefully. Having that separation, the baby won't wake up. The other baby (laughs) will hopefully work. And I think also just knowing how it feels. Like, people like, no, this is a totally different sleep deprivation. This is not... Finals week. This is not finals (laughs) week, pulling an all-nighter. There are times that I worked, and I worked until, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. But, like... You can have caffeine. Like, if you're breastfeeding, mm-hmm. probably, like, you most likely are not having caffeine. Or when you actually go to sleep, you're sleeping for at least, like, I don't know, four hours or so. Like, yeah. sleeping consistently with, like, not having to worry about anything else. And Other this, than yourself. Other than yourself, yeah. This is totally different. Like, mm-hmm. even, I don't think I've been in a deep sleep for the last three years no uh four years if you count the pregnancy because i was getting up to pee like every two seconds i still Mm -hmm. am getting up to pee so like i'm at this baseline of just always being tired Mm -hmm. and so like i'm not too far from the sleep deprivation (laughs) although like i still very much remember just like how desperate we felt and how tired we were um but that also goes into like our roles of like we probably didn't really set how we wanted to handle the night mm-hmm. wake ups because to even set it up for you guys, not that we just avoided the conversation, but we have nephews and nieces who love to sleep like they were good sleep sleepers <laughs> they, like yep, they, they yeah, they woke up sometimes to eat, but then they would go right back to mm-hmm. sleep. Like, mm-hmm. that's what we were used to, the kids that were in our families. And there were, what, three newborns that came before our son. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we're good. Like, we know kind of, like, somewhat what to expect. Like, I can get up for a couple times. Like, I've been doing it to pee. I just got to stay up a little bit longer, mm-hmm. feed the baby, baby go back to sleep. No. <laughs> that didn't happen here. And so, like, we felt like we both had to get up and, like... 
you know, one person changes the diaper, the other one feeding, the, like, and it was just whole production, lights turned on, mm-hmm. and we're like, no, like, we need to, like, figure this out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with breastfeeding, obviously, I think maybe we, we have probably have to talk about that later in the in the next episode, but maybe being more open to pumping, like, at some point at night so that we can get the baby the bottle because that was also a challenge when we mm-hmm. we were doing it and then going to the you know breastfeeding consultant she's like yeah like you want to be exclusive or all the things read like exclusive breastfeeding but that makes it very hard if you're expecting to like just be separate from your mm-hmm. baby at any point <laughs> and like going back to work or just allowing Brian to actually like fully help me and help with those nighttime feedings you know, probably in the first month or so, I'll do exclusive, you know, breast milk, you know, from the boob. But then after that, it's like, okay, let's time this. Like, I will pump at this time and then you mm-hmm. feed the baby and you're up because most likely they're not going to just fall asleep right after. <laughs> so <laughs> then I can go back to sleep after I'm done pumping. And then we switch and alternate mm-hmm. like that because before we were just like, we were a little bit of a hot mess. Mm-hmm. And then you were thinking of all the suggestions of like how to get this baby to sleep white noise and i was against it i was like so against the white noise i didn't understand why i know it was annoying (laughs) i'm like how is this but it possibly yeah and he still to this day they're so you're supposed to probably have weaned them but it's kind of like white noise when you live in the city and there are noises yeah you need need the white noise he he has had naps without Uh it yep obviously but white noise i mean to a point where you started to get used to it and mm-hmm. you... When both- it left our room, when the white noise left our room, and then when our son left our room, I was craving the white noise. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I need to have I'm this. like, it's too quiet now. So I think just the being more prepared this time around with making sure we have that schedule or have that communication about what exactly are we expecting, mm-hmm. especially because you just cannot make decisions when you're super delirious. tired delirious like i i think i yelled at you there might have been tears there was a lot going on yeah but we made it through yeah we probably both yelled at each other and um over you know making up the bed <laughs> um <laughs> how the bed should be made mm-hmm. um <laughs> but uh yeah i think our our roles being established um kind of like anything else you think you're prepared for? Um, I think that's... I would just say that's it. I mean, you could have all the products. Mm-hmm. Then maybe that was a good... You know, I think being knowing that the mo- you can prepare all you want, but you'll still be unprepared. Mm-hmm. And we went into that way thinking and knowing that's how we should go into this, I think is Makes why we were prepared. <laughs> Go into this with expectations, knowing that those may not be the expectations. That yeah, are just being very flexible with <laughs> like, okay, like this might not go as planned because mm-hmm. every like once just seeing it through my pregnancy, but every baby is also very different. So, you know, I'm gonna be just open. Let, let, let's see what happens. So I went back to last season's episode where we were talking about our anxieties, and these are. These are what you were anxious for with our first son's birth. And so you said you were most anxious for labor, (laughs) early delivery, 
which happened, <laughs> uh, breastfeeding, and you were excited. Well, we'll start with anxieties. I was anxious about helping you in the labor room um, when we have to go to the hospital. Because I'm like, I'm not, how am I going to deliver this baby at home? <laughs> and then once we left the hospital and go home, it was kind of like, okay, what now? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I was <laughs> anxious about. Do you still feel anxious about labor? Um, do I feel anxious about labor? I mean, I guess it brings a little bit of anxiety, right? But I guess most of it was around the unknown, which is still very much unknown. Um, but I do have better expectations of what it feels like to start going into labor because I think before I was like, well, what do these contractions exactly feel like? And like the beginning part of like, oh, you're about to give birth. So I knew a little bit by watching a couple of documentaries. I forget the one I'm going to, the business of being born. Okay. Yep. So I had watched that really, really, really good documentary. I think Ricky, Ricky Lake. Yep. Ricky Lake. Was the one in that really good. So I kind of knew a little bit from that talking with obviously my mother and I don't know, at the time, we didn't have any friends that gave birth. So just kind of just reading stories. I love to find like a good article. I don't really like reading entire books, but I will find like a good article that kind of breaks it down for you. I could <laughs> I read it in one I little... Read books. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I could read it in one little session. It's great. Um, I do read a ton of articles. I, know, I try do. to. So um, I feel like I you like knew a little bit from content. there, like with like the whole inducing part mm-hmm. and uh, how that might impact your labor and stuff and Pitocin. And mm-hmm. I knew that I didn't want that. I knew I didn't want to be induced. I knew I wanted to try as natural as possible. And, you know, God bless my mother. She had no epidurals in all of her delivery. So I also wanted to do that and try that out too. Uh Spoiler alert, I, I use it in the very last second. Um, so I, I kind of had an idea and expectations about how I wanted to go into things, but also knew that I could go mm-hmm. a little bit different and being open to that. And I think of having having the opportunity to have my mom in the delivery room the first time, which with the times that we're in now, I'm probably only going to have one person come in the, lab- in the liver- delivery room. So sorry, right? Just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I joked, I'm like, my mother's my doula. Um, but it's like an episode of Smothered. (laughs) No, not even close. Um, although we've been kind of, uh, that's like one of my guilty pleasures right now. Yeah, it's really bad. But uh, her coming into the um, delivery room and just being like, you know, if you're in pain, like it's okay to have the epidural. So, like, Mm -hmm. just hearing those things and reminding yourself and like having that experience back in my mind will remind me the second time coming around that like it's okay to shift away from your plan and how you thought things were going to go and just see how your body's taking it maybe the contractions and stuff are just a little bit too much you're not going to really like fully be able to be present with giving birth um so i would say like it's still there but it's changed and it's less severe around the labor Mm -hmm. labor because i also know things can go very different for early delivery are you still anxious about early delivery? Because <laughs> um, our first one was three weeks early. So that, yeah. I almost rather that. <laughs> Would you rather like a ooh, surprise? Brian's uh, like, I rather, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Tell me more about Would You Rather in this this um, labor and delivery journey. Um, so, I mean, yeah, pregnancy is what forty weeks. That's why they count it in weeks and not um, months. And like they would consider you full term. I think at thirty six or thirty seven, and I was right on the mark with thirty seven. So I think I would consider that. Mm-hmm. full term and I wouldn't consider that early so I'm prepared at the 37 or 40 40 week mark I've I have known people who had who's been late and like yeah. you know a week or two and I've heard that that's like miserable yeah so I think I'd rather the the that time frame mm-hmm. any earlier I think yes it would be stressful because your baby grows so much at the end of the pregnancy so even a week difference is mm-hmm. um key um so, you know, I had that scare or whatever in the first pregnancy where I'm like, well, I was like 32 weeks or mm-hmm. something like that. So I was like, that is just way, way too early. Your first moments with your baby, you know, the babies, they, they can survive during during that time or whatever. I just think it's on, it changes the experience. It does make things a little bit harder. And you're going through so much as a new mom. So like having to stress about you're essentially separated from your baby for weeks at a time until they get stronger. So that's still an anxiety um, Mm -hmm. that I have. I think any parent would have, but not letting that overtake because stress can make you go into early labor. So I try to not really think about it too much. They do, they do say the second kid comes quicker. (laughs) So I'm like, um, hopefully not too quick, (laughs) but yeah, I'm kind of yeah. just crossing my finger for at least the 37 week mm-hmm. mark. And are you, um, you know, you were st- you were anxious about breastfeeding. Are you still anxious about breastfeeding again? I know we have you found a great product in the in the yeah. pregnancy pillow. Yeah, the pregnancy pillow I'm sorry, and the, the breastfeeding pillow. <laughs> pregnancy I, pillow. I still yeah, keep thinking that. about that pregnancy <laughs> pillow. It's so comfortable. The breastfeeding p- pillow because the first one just was in my opinion, sucky. It just didn't support the baby that much. But also the nipple shield in mm. that in like helped in that transition when I felt like, is the baby getting enough? And then seeing them drink from the nipple shield, which is ladies and guys, if you're listening, it's just like a pla it looks it's like a plastic It looks like a suction cup. Yeah, a plastic suction a cup type thing because you have to kind of wet it a little bit and put it to your um breasts and it goes over your nipple and it acts like the like a bottle type nipple Mm -hmm. over your own nipple Mm -hmm. so that the babe the whole thing in the beginning is getting the baby to latch onto your nipple and it's Mm -hmm. like this whole smack in there (laughs) you pretty much like smack the boob in their mouth it's insane i'm like what like no one no one talked about this like you think i'm gonna be in this field of like sunflowers and the baby's gonna nicely attack no like in the beginning like part of it you have to really help the baby latch on Anywho, um, so that product was really helpful, and the nursing, the lactation consultant from the hospital gave that to me when she when she saw that I was really worried that by the time our son actually stayed awake long enough, because that was the whole thing, mm-hmm. I couldn't even practice the latching thing because he fell asleep every single mm-hmm. time. Every time. So um, she gave me that, and then also the, like, formula (laughs) yeah like it's not like knowing that one your milk supply doesn't come in right away two the baby can be so tired and young that it's really hard for them in the latch so it's okay like Mm -hmm. i took a few of those bottles home we use it in the first day or so Mm -hmm. being home 
and I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it w- I was okay. At first, obviously, I think I talked about in the beginning, you have all these emotions, mostly hormones, but being able to step back, I'm like, that's totally okay. So I, I hopefully that logic outweighs some of the emotions I'll feel. Mm-hmm. If that, if that, if I have to do supplement, um, I think I would feel a lot better ab- about the process. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for myself, uh, helping in labor, I don't think I'm anxious about that because <laughs> I helped. You did help the first time. I'm yeah. not anxious about helping again or what to do. I just I think I know what I. I need to do and I was advocating for you mm-hmm. in the in the room so I'll continue to do that uh when to go to the hospital I don't know if do I feel anxious about that Still, I guess being further away I, I think I think knowing what we know of the first moments of being in labor we probably would have went that night instead of the morning mm-hmm. I think maybe and know. they would have kept us longer. No, it well, we weren't timing your contractions. Yeah, we had yeah. So, but by the time you were there, you were four centimeters. Three. Three centimeters. Oh, three centimeters. Like uh, we're watching Friends, and and Rachel was three centimeters <laughs> for a whole episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then leaving the hospital and going home. No, I don't think I'm anxious about that. I don't really know what I'm anxious about. I think I'm just anxious about juggling a newborn. And then our son. Yeah, we're just going to have to like... Not that they're going to... Not that our son would, wouldn't get along with having a newborn around, but I think it's just um, what, like like you said earlier, defining our roles, knowing what those are, and, and then, okay, who's taking what kid? <laughs> well, and to be fair, when we had the newborn, it was just it was just us two. When the baby was sleeping, even if we were holding them, we can sit down mm-hmm. and we can watch a movie. We binge yeah. watch all these things. We can't necessarily do that. It's going to be like, okay, one person gets the rest and the other mm-hmm. person has to entertain and like mm-hmm. give attention to the other kid yeah. and switching off because you don't want them to feel completely abandoned by mm-hmm. the father or the mother. You know, you can have conversations. I think he's just so young. I think he kind of would understand, but at the same time, he's really young. So he's not yeah. going to understand, wait, you both can't go to the park with me? <laughs> I know. What, what does that mean? So I've been kind of setting and planning yeah, the scene. I'm like, today. mommy and daddy, like, we both won't be able to go to the park with you together all the time. And we've been doing better with, like, one of us only going, like, in the morning or something with him. But if mm-hmm. it's the weekend, which probably typically on the weekends we would go together, we do go, but... With the new baby, that might not always be the case, especially in the early mm-hmm. parts of having them home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, what were what were we excited about the first time? Seeing uh, you said seeing me with our new baby, you were excited for that. And I said just the baby. <laughs> I was just so excited, and uh, and that they would laugh at my jokes, and successfully, <laughs> that has happened. Um, currently. I don't know why he thinks you're so funny. I'm so funny. I'm so funny. Um, <laughs> now, what a three are three-year-old thinks you're so funny. Yes. The, my jokes are for him. <laughs> uh, what are we, st- and then, so what are we still not prepared for? You know, we just had another appointment, uh, anatomy ultrasound, and, um, I don't think I'm, I will ever be prepared for those skeleton <laughs> shots from above of their face. I know. It's so terrifying. <laughs> it's so terrifying. I'm like, what scary movie am I in? <laughs> um, 
I, I kid, but uh, but still, you're, I, we were just like, ooh, taken aback. Um, and then, yeah, I think just like we said earlier, balancing a newborn and a preschooler who enjoys being the only child um, <laughs> currently. Yeah. I think that's what, that's the part that we're going to, um, that I'm both excited and anxious about because he's such a sweet kid and I and I know when he's around, when, I, when we see him around other babies and other smaller kids he's so nice with them and and gentle yeah he's always been really gentle remember he met our what really good friend's son who's what he's about a over a year almost a year and a half older than him and he was very very sweet he's always Mm -hmm. been super gentle he knows that it's a baby Mm -hmm. so he was just like just holding his hand it was the cutest thing ever and even now, still with like my sister, when she comes over with the dog, and she's like, he's he's gentle with Burger, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe. He likes to com- do commands. He's like, sit down, Burger. Come here, Burger. Like, bur- and he says Burger, and Burger just doesn't. Ch- he doesn't respond well to it. Um, the dog has no chill, anyways. No, he does. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's like it's exhausted. Not my child. By the time, uh, by the time they're done with the yeah. visit, he's so tired. He's like hiding that underneath dog. the stool. I feel so bad. But also, our son is also really tired. So yeah. it's really. I think that's the secret sauce. We probably need to get talk about a dog. Yeah, but think about how how fast he'll get over having a dog. I know. Yeah. Because how how often does he play his piano now? Um, like never. Mm-hmm. But. He does that with a lot of things. He'll go in rotation. And he's like, okay, like. And yeah. then the other day, he was doing his matching word and picture yep. things, and I, I was like, seen that when did months. you? Yeah, I haven't seen that in forever. So like, you have to like almost take things away mm-hmm. from him because to help yeah. him like see. Um, but yeah, I think this time around, like, yeah, I was excited to see you with the baby, but I'm excited to see our son with the baby, and especially when I'm not talking about the early phases of the new the newborn, but like. As they get older yeah. and playing together, because I really feel like he's going to be a, a good big brother. Yeah. Like he's just, he has that in him. Um, but just making sure that like he knows that he can still, because they have a, a big age difference. He'll mm-hmm. be almost four years um, older than him by the time they come. So like that'll be interesting to see that dynamic. But like I had a good relationship with like my older um uh, brother who was like you know several older years older than me so like I'm excited to see to see that and you know help them maneuver the age difference and stuff like that and you know I'm that's what I'm excited about more yeah sorry I mean you too like with the two kids no, be super cute dad <laughs> one strapped to him and the other one holding his hand I know <laughs> today was so funny because when we were walking home our son was like, I'm all daddy's hand. We walk home. And I'm like, this never, I'm never the first choice. Mm-hmm. And then like he turned around. He's like, mommy. Yeah, exactly. It's like that was short lived. She's right there. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's I literally steps behind stepped us. away from him like two, like several feet away from him. Where's mommy? Where's mommy? Like, I'm, hello. I know. I'm right here. So I think it'll be very, it'll be a little bit difficult. I think he might be fine with you holding yeah. the baby a lot. I think it'll be very a big adjustment. Yeah. I might have to get him a puppy or something. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my <laughs> sister promised us she's gonna she's gonna send us some books about how to be a big brother. So yeah. I'm still waiting for those in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them eventually. Um, but I think that's really all 
Do you have anything else you're anxious about? I think that's like that's all I feel anxious about. Yeah, I I'm feeling more excited than anxious. I mean, yeah. there's no need to worry about. I mean, we got ourselves into this. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we asked for. Like, thank you. So I'm I'm more excited than anxious. Um, and like I said before, just being flexible and open to like, okay, things are not always going to go the way we want it to go. There's never a perfect time to start, you know, having a family or growing your family. So like, I always thought you needed to line things up in a row and like we needed to be here and this needed to happen. But like you always end up figuring it out and making room for the things that are important. So um, I think we'll figure it out. Like we we're a good team together. So I'm I if it was with someone else, I'd be like, mm, okay. Like Brian's very like we very much handle parenting as a partnership. So I think that that is an LLC for tax purposes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So stupid. Um, <laughs> is, that, is that too over the head for a yeah, kid joke? Um, no, I just it's one of your dad jokes that yeah. Um, but like I think that that's going to be make that makes it really really helpful. And like I you know my sister's always like kind of reminding me too like when sometimes I'm like oh like why why do they have you know people have their kids out at like ten o'clock at Walmart uh, you know outside and she's like you know some people it's just them and I'm like yeah of course and like with my mom at some point she was a single mom as well and I'm just like you know somehow she she figured out made it work because like the age difference and stuff so she didn't have to take everybody to the store um but (laughs) understanding how important it is to have a partner and how you know sometimes sometimes that can be seen as somewhat of a privilege or even having a present partner like who cares sometimes you're married but one partner is working a lot or something like that so i think we're truly um blessed or you know we just that's the way we set it up so that's what we get and so so i feel like i'm that makes me less nervous for sure put your hands in (laughs) okay go team one get away (laughs) three go Go team team. That's all for this episode, but make sure you're following the show so you know when the next episode is out. Check out our website, liliesandloafers.com, for cooking and DIY inspiration and more updates from our growing family. Millennial and Pregnant is a Lilies and Loafers original podcast. It's hosted by me, Fatima. And me, Brian. Original music by Purple Planet. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.